What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, this is Donnie Nelson, and you're listening to the Mavs Step Back Podcast. I like this, TK. I like that. Yes, yeah, the Mavericks, all about action. Don't do no acting, no Samuel Jackson. Dirk the ball, you know that it's magic. Post move daily, yeah, get tragic. Look with the ball, yeah, get nasty. He'll drop 30, don't gotta ask him. Luka with the Step Back 3. Oh, yeah! Boy, Chris Stabs, looking like Dirk and Nash in the gap. They just want to ring, want to fill the gap on your team head. I ain't talking heads. Dang, go relax. Still at a champ. Defense still coming with the Gallimax flow. The Mavs the best on the How's it going, everybody? Welcome into another edition of the Mavs Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. I'm joined by my Dallas basketball SI colleague, Matt Galatson. Uh, we've got a special pod for you guys this week. Very, very special guest. Dallas Mavericks general manager, Donnie Nelson. Donnie, how's it going, man? Dalton, Matt, it's going well. Appreciate me you, you guys having me on. Yes, sir. We we know you're a busy man, and you know, you've got a lot on your schedule and everything. So, I mean, we, we really appreciate you taking a few minutes to chat with us. And uh, one of the first things we want to get your thoughts on, which, you know, everybody's – we're getting everybody's thoughts on it, uh, especially this week. But Luka Doncic – he is just going absolutely nuts in his second season. And, you know, we we had your good buddy Tony Renzoni on the pod over the summer, and he was talking about how you guys had scouted him from such an early age and you, you knew there was a lot of potential there. But, but Donnie, did, did you see something like this coming this early? You know, um, guys that generally come over from Europe don't exactly take the Luca path, you know, Luca was a pro at 14 played for, you know, one of the best clubs, you know, on the planet earth, certainly in Europe and Real Madrid. Um, and was playing against, you know, men, you know, at the tender age of, you know, 16. So, uh, it's not the usual path that maybe, you know, taken where it's more of a gradual, uh, gestation. I mean, he was literally, you know, thrown into the deep end at a very young age and um, learned how to swim and swim well. Um, I think, you know, when you see Luca, uh, whether he's in a Real Madrid jersey or a Mavericks, he brings, um, you know, the ability to make everyone else better. He's a special passer, you know, at Uh, 6'8", he can put the ball down, he can shoot the long ball, he loves big moments. And so um, I I didn't know it would be this good this fast, (laughs) but we'll take it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because, I mean, after after a rookie season that he had, which, you know, he was already incredible last year for a rookie, and, I mean, you figured the way he took care of his body over the summer that uh, he was, you know, primed to take a step forward, but – to, to be putting up the numbers he is right now, and you have people talking about him, you know, being in the, the MVP conversation at age 20, 
I mean, that, that's just ridiculous. And I mean, uh, you know, as as Mavericks fans and you know Mavericks media, we we cover the Mavs and everything. It it's incredible that we've gone from from Dirk to Luca with like no space in between. And I mean, it's it's been really great to see so far. No, I was I was going to say it's you know in some respects it's you know Dirk for what he's done for twenty one years with this franchise and take it taking it to a place it's never been, which is an NBA championship. Um, you know, look, Luca's off to a good start, a really, really good start, an exceptional start at the tender age of 20. Uh, obviously, there's big upside, but uh, look, he's got teammates too, and that's a big part of our success. It's not like a one-man team, and Luca would be the first to, to tell you, you know, he's only as good as the pieces surrounding him. Um, right. That being said, I think, you know, as your his tapestry is is just in the making uh, versus uh, Dirk's. But in some or some respects, um, the fact that this has happened this quickly, um, you know, fans are excited. People are excited. And, you know, Dirk's equally excited because it's as is as is excited. Well, well, Donnie, one of the things that, you know, going off of what you just said that's made things so so much easier for Luca this season is having someone like Chris Stapps around to kind of draw defenders away from him. You know, the threat of having Chris Stapps out there being so dangerous. What do you make of the two of them and how, have they, how they've gelled together so far early in the season? Well, it's real early. Um, we knew that this was going to be, you know, a year for them to kind of learn how to play with each other, you know, with Chris. Uh, he's literally starting where Luca did last year. I mean, Luca has the advent of you know, uh, you know, playing in this system, learning under Rick. Um, you know, uh, the substitution patterns, personnel. With Chris, it's all brand new, real time, and so we have to be patient with Chris. Chris is, um, I mean, really in a lot of respects, the unicorn is a perfect uh, nickname because. He's so completely other. I mean, he's Chris is seven three. He can shoot the three ball. He can uh, really good passer. Um, you know, a little bit better defender. Obviously, shot is um, really really good, and his rebounding has really helped us as a team. But this is uh, Chris's uh, year where he learns how to play under Rick's system, uh, learns how to play with Luca and brand new teammates, and you know, we just have to. Uh, Yeah, and uh, I mean, if you told me that, you know, Kristaps Porzingis wasn't where he need, isn't where he's going to be in, say, two, three, four months, and yet he's still putting up the numbers he's putting up right now, and he's had some of, you know, some really nice games. I mean, it's really crazy because it seems like what isn't considered a great performance for Porzingis, I mean, is still a, a lot better than a lot of guys around the league. So, I mean, it's really encouraging for sure. And then just branching off of that, you, you mentioned how, you know, the rest of the roster is has been key uh, to Luca's success early. I mean, how what what have you seen so far in terms of the rest of the guys gelling together? Is there are there any surprises or is this going about how you thought it would, you know, when you put this when you guys put this thing together during the summer? Well, we knew it would take time. Uh, we knew that, you know, part of uh, Rick's strength is he plays a deep bench. He likes to, you know, assess, you know, what the other team does and how they 
start the game, for example, in matchups, and he's got the flexibility to mix and match. He can go with a bigger lineup, uh, which he's done on occasion. He can go with a smaller, quicker shooting lineup um, and anything in between. And so part of us constructing the roster is playing to Rick's strengths, which is, you know, he, he plays 10, sometimes 11 deep, uh, and to be able to utilize that that bench strength and that versatility at, at each position um, really helps him from a matchup standpoint. You know, one of the things that's different about the roster this year, obviously, is there is no Dirk. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, that's been very hard for a lot of us to adjust to. Not, you know, obviously outside of just what's happening inside the team, but as a fan base as well. What's been the biggest challenge for you guys not having Dirk around every single day to kind of guide the younger players and have his impact on the day-to-day operations? I think it's leadership in the locker room. You know, we have a young team that makes it really exciting. Um, but to have a presence like that, that it was such an incredible impact on and off the floor, um, it's, it's really um, – it's left a void of sorts and just like when any great player leaves sometimes you can fill that void with committee pieces and sometimes it can't be and so um jj berea who is you know our lone champ in that locker room that was here from our you know run with the roses has more than stepped up in terms of locker room leadership um you know veteran uh, rudder voice of reason. Um, he not only is respected, but he's also, uh, he's like a player coach. You know, he's, when we put him into games, he's more than delivered. Uh, but just as equally for him to help, you know, uh, talk, talk, talk to Luca and coach him through angles of pick and rolls and, uh, you know, ways to, to navigate and find defenders and maneuver, um, those are things that are really, really helpful for a young quarterback. Yeah, and Donnie, I, I was talking to Matt about this a little bit earlier, and I wanted to ask you too. Obviously, Dirk, he, he's in the still in the honeymoon phase of his retirement, and he's enjoying the family and all that. But could you eventually see him having a role with the Mavs like what Tim Duncan has with the Spurs right now? Well, I don't think you'll see Dirk on the bench. That would be a surprise for me, although – uh, you never know. You know, I think he, he can have whatever role that he wants. Obviously, he's uh, he's our version of, you know, Nolan Ryan, Pudge Rodriguez, uh, you know, Aikman, uh, Emmett, uh, you name it, across the board. Um, you know, he is that. You know, uh, Roger, you know, uh, Mike Madonna, you know, he's that for us. And so if he wants to... Uh, ease into front office. He knows he's got the keys. If he wants to um, ease into development and helping some of our, you know, young players um, in that mode, he's more than welcome. He can pretty much do whatever he wants, and and he knows that. Well, uh, we know whatever whatever happens, it'll be great to see, and uh, you know we we anticipate you know having a jersey retirement ceremony for him at some point in the near future and that'll be great too but donnie this is our last topic here and again we appreciate you you know dropping in with us for a little bit and talking but the mavs have been on what i would call a a trading hot streak lately you know it started with the draft night trade that landed luca 
And then, uh, you know, you got uh, Chris Stops Porzingis from the Knicks. And then you got Justin Jackson uh, from the Kings. And, I mean, I'm just curious from a general manager's perspective, how does the does this come about quickly? Or are you talking to, you know, other general managers daily? Or what's the process of these things coming together? You know, it's, it's funny because, you know, obviously before the draft, before trade deadline, things pick up. You know, look, I've got, you know, personal relationships with all the GMs across the league. Um, they're like neighbors. And, um, you know, you call and um, because we're a small 30-person fraternity, um, there's a lot of kinship because uh, we go through the same ups and downs and, rebuild and hot streak and so it's really kind of a support system and so um obviously like any neighborhood some you've got great relationships with you know some you know a little bit more competitive relationships but for the most part there's constant communication uh throughout the year and um you know certainly when guys come in or when i'm on the road you know you sit down pregame and you know catch up and talk about uh, non-basketball stuff and families and, you know, trials and tribulations and all the above. Um, but uh, but it's, it, there's really no ebb and flow. I mean, you can literally, it's like it's a fireman's existence. You know, you can right. go for a period where the bell doesn't ring for a month and then it rings three <laughs> times in three minutes. You know, that's just the way it is. Yeah, I, I, I can imagine it gets pretty hectic. And, I mean, look, I, I know you can't say much about about this specifically, but, I mean, does the rise of Luca in his second season, you know, what we've seen so far this year, does that create a little bit more of an urgency to make, like, a big splash? Or, you know, is it is it more of a patient approach right now? Well, it's never patient because we want to be as good as we can be yesterday i mean just right. that's just the nature of the beast and so we're always you know working phones looking for every angle that's just the way that we are and that certainly comes from rick's desire to to win and and you know mark's just that's the way that he conducts his life on and off the floor i mean you know the shark tank is something that we live every minute of every day and it's turn over every rock and then turn it over three more times and just to make sure. So it's, um, yeah, look, whether it's advantages on the floor, off the floor with, uh, you know, sports science or analytics or whatever, we're just, um, cut, cut out to bring the best possible on the planet earth right here to our backyard in Dallas. Well, look, Donnie, like I said, we, we really appreciate you stopping in with us today. Uh, we wish you guys nothing but the best of luck the rest of this season. It's been a great start, and we think it's going to be a great rest of the season as well. So we really appreciate it, Donnie. Thanks for having me on, gentlemen. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Donnie. Yes, sir. Have a good okay, one. Okay, guys. Have a great day. All right, guys, again, that's Dallas Mavericks general manager, Donnie Nelson. Can't thank him enough for taking the time to come on the Mav Step Back podcast with us today. Uh, really good dude. Uh, well, I'm sure we'll have him on at you know sometime in the near future, and uh, we have no doubt that he's going to do everything within his power to turn the Mavs into a true title contender as soon as he possibly can. The Mavs are in good hands. Donnie Nelson has been absolutely on fire lately. 
uh, in bringing Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis to Dallas, and it's only up from here. So uh, great talking with him. Guys, be sure to like, rate, and subscribe to our podcast on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Uh, Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, doing that automatically enters you for a chance to win two Mavs tickets to the game of your choice this year. Uh, once we get to 1,000 subs on YouTube, uh, one lucky subscriber will win two tickets to the game of their choice. So be sure to do that. We're about halfway there right now. Uh, guys, we can't thank you enough for coming in and listening to us every week. We will see you next week. Y'all have a good one. A uh, lot of times feel like I was on the road to nowhere. Tell me why all these people up in my face acting like I know them. Feeling like Luka Doncic, rookie of the year, I'm the coldest. God speaking through me every single track profit like Moses. Asking why I gotta wait till I'm dead to go and get my roses. Feeling like Mass 2019, grinding unfocused. I used to go to bed at night, this current so hopeless. Went through the same pain, my friends chose drugs to cope with. Now I'm reading all these hate comments, man, it got I'm in motion. I had to whip up the potion, I ain't even with the boasting. I was just broken, way down to my lowest. Getting swallowed by them locusts, letting God do the coaching. I had to go through a lot, just to realize that I'm chosen. Carried away, felt like boulders, all of those slams shut. Had to bulldoze them, name a rapper dude who can see me over wax. I'm just trying to spit the facts, where I spit my flow, people telling me relax. I just get it double back, I just get it double back. They still ask for more and I gave them my last. Can't never seen to let go of the past. And that's sad, uh, I just sit back and reflect. Oh my God, they really feeling the kid. Family calling on the phone, almost a star. True, look what you did. About to put silk right back on the grid. Go kill a beat, then go listen to Trig. Turn on my phone and I listen to Matt. Headphones in, sit back with a grin. Making up a profit, I don't care about the profit. I'm just teaching like a prophet. I'm just preaching like a prophet. Staying tall like I'm dodging. Sleeping on me like pajamas. I'm just trying to fill up my wallet. What you call it, uh, profit trying to make a profit, uh Everybody wanna live lavish and ball, but got no clue what it costs I done helped a lot of people, but when I'm down, I ain't got no one to call Had to get up and throw my feelings in the trash, man, my heart was getting more Walking on this thin roadway to my goals, man, they praying I fall off And I ain't feel nothing but hate Best rapper at the table and I ain't even ate Still got the nerve to try to take my plate but I'm a hero to these people and they ain't got to go to nowhere. Tell me why all these people up in my face acting like I know them. Feeling like Luka Doncic, rookie of the year, I'm the coldest. God speaking through me every single track, profit like Moses. Asking why I gotta wait till I'm dead to go and get my roses. Feeling like Mass 2019, grinding unfocused. I used to go to bed at night, this current so hopeless. Went through the same pain, my friends chose drugs to cope with. All these hate comments, man, it got me rolling. Tell me why all these people up in my face acting like I know them. Feeling like Luka Doncic, rookie of the year, I'm the coldest. God speaking through me every single track, profit like Moses. Asking why I gotta wait till I'm dead to go and get my roses. Feeling like last 2019, grinding unfocused. I used to go to bed at night, this current so hopeless. Went through the same pain, my friends chose drugs to cope with. And all these hate comments, man, it got me rolling
Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.